Hey, welcome into Small Town Charm. Uh, we got Chris here. We got Mike. My name's Daniel. And this, uh, as, as Chris just uh, wanted me to make sure I mention, is episode 20. We made it somehow through 20 episodes of this. <laughs> and to be honest, uh, when we started the show, I didn't know if we'd make it past episode three, maybe? I mean, we did, we did film like one whole episode that was like two hours long. Yeah. We'll never, well, may never see the light of day. I mean, I edited, it was done. I think we should release it. Someday we will. There's there's a few things that I think I, I would like to wait to finish up before uh, we we release it. But yeah, maybe maybe we will. Um, but uh, as I promised in the last episode, I want to keep talking about the recent zoning ordinance uh, vote that happened in the Board of Commissioners here in Nolensville. Um, for those of you who maybe somehow skipped the last episode, uh, we just talked about how uh, basically... The Board of Commissioners voted to, I mean, really to bring CD5 back. The thing that we've spent several episodes talking about, right. uh, they basically did it. They called it something different, um, and they changed a few numbers here or there. But r- by and large, we got we got what we wanted, we meaning those of us who wanted, wanted that CD5 thing to be brought back. Um, and so if you missed episode 19, I'd encourage you to go back and listen or watch um, because it, it gives you a quick overview. It's only about 30 minutes long. And if you, if you do nothing else, at least you can catch up on on the, the big points of what happened in that meeting. Um, in this episode, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, the nuance of the conversation that happened. That I, and, and the reason why I think this is important, uh, I don't want to nitpick anything because I think that is boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think it's important, especially because we're early on in what I will call this administration uh, this group of commissioners that will be working together for basically the next two years, year and a half ish, uh, on issues. It's this has really been the first big contentious issue that they've had to tackle in that group, and uh, it, you get kind of clues into how people operate yep. and how they're going to do things. And I think that will inform those of us who may choose to get involved a little bit more in the government or, or do public comments or just going to meetings or trying to encourage certain things to go a certain way. And I hope that anyone watching or listening would be one of those people too. I mean, the more people who are involved, the better I think in government. Um, But that can inform kind of how you choose to go about engaging with, with our board of commissioners and how they choose to make decisions. Um, The first like kind of low hanging fruit in my mind um, Chris, you mentioned this in the previous episode. The idea of, uh, in some public comments, a member of the Planning Commission basically used our current zoning as the the kind of like the foundation of what the argument should stem from. Sure. And what you what the point you made was basically uh, you didn't say this part, but this is I've heard this said before is not only did all five commissioners run on some form of changing our current zoning, but all of the people who ran that didn't get elected, yep. they all they all ran on it too. There, wa- there was nobody in the race for the last four years, actually, either race in the, that has come up since we changed the charter that has not said the zoning needs to change. So that's a total of like 11 candidates. Yep. So, so the idea that like our current zoning should be a starting point of like who's given up what 
someone Luda, else, someone ludicrous. else, in the, yeah. And the the, the 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 Nags group loves to, to you know use these phrases in in mansplain like what what straw man arguments are. Mm-hmm. The ultimate straw man argument is. Uh, the the starting point for our negotiation <laughs> should be where we are now. No, right. the, the the ultimate one is this was this election was a mandate. Oh like, well, yeah. CD five was not like th- that. That <laughs> sh- write it down. That sh- me off yeah. so bad because it's like if I would have known that there was a possibility of losing the CD five form right during this election, I would have made it a way bigger deal. Like yeah. this was just like oh we're gonna discuss density. And if you noticed, like when we did discuss density on CD five, Haley was able to bring it down to eighteen without a problem. And yeah. the only two commissioners that voted against bringing it down to eighteen were Kate and Jessica. Right. Joe and Derek voted down <clears throat> to bring the because density. At the end of the day, density is. It matters to a point, and it's an adjustable number. So right. if it doesn't work at 18, you can adjust it. And like the 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 idea that this entire election was a mandate for less density, if that was the case, what the hell are they doing? Re, like rezoning a CD2 <laughs> right. to double up the density because of lot sizes? Well, like why why are they taking yeah. CD3L and turning it into CD4 and taking buffers away from the triangle? We, like you're increasing density. We know, everywhere. we know it wasn't a mandate. Like they love to to make this point that it's like this was a referendum and like That's, you know it just drives me nuts dude but it wasn't like a look at the numbers right like they they won the election over lisa by like 200, two, vote. 200 votes mm-hmm. yeah. like that's not a referendum a referendum is 69 what what was it 72 to, to, yeah. to 28 that's a real referendum you can run it down to and you can yeah. yeah you can book it down <laughs> nice but um i i just think it's like they keep throwing that out there as if like as if the amount of people that voted for Jessica and Kate somehow represents what the entire town Dude, wanted. Dude, there was a public comment. Uh, there was a public comment that talked about the refer- the election being a, a, a mandate by the voters, and then in the same exact comment, that person went and discarded a petition with seven hundred signatures on it yeah like oh that's cute like they're wearing purple shirts and they had a petition like dude like the election was won by 200 votes like i have a petition with 700 correct like with 700 votes on it like what are you like that makes no sense to me yeah i'll I'll go i'll I'll at least give them a little bit and i will say maybe 200 voters had a mandate like 200 the the difference between who won and who lost that is who had a mandate over density but in terms of like who won or lost and like what that was really about. Like, it's just, it's just crap. Like let, and they also, every time they make the argument, I just have to say this cause it's so true. Like they fail to ever bring up the fact that that entire election, what was going on in the background was a smear campaign against the other commissioner right. who was up for election, like running like false stories on the news, sending those stories to, her employer, like all of these awful things that they were doing to her. Right. Allegedly. Yeah. No, it's not allegedly. I mean, I, I, uh, no, well, like, well that's true. They, yeah. they, they, the, we yeah, don't know you, who did it. Right. But like, allegedly, we. It wasn't one of her supporters. Yeah. yeah allegedly. It wasn't somebody that wanted her to win, that's for right. sure. But well, it's just, it's just crazy to me that they think like that, like that, that election was won fairly, number see, one. Or that it was like this landslide of a of a result. I'm so that you can I, dude, somehow I, draw the conclusion that like this is what Nolansville wanted all along. Dude, I'm so loaded right. for bear for this conversation because like the, <laughs> the the idea of this being a mandate and the, the entire like the, like you have to 
also understand that they delayed this vote. This vote should have happened in like September. Mm-hmm. They delayed this vote on a premise that not enough people knew about it. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't we haven't informed all the property owners. We haven't had enough public engagement. We haven't had like we, we haven't been to the farmers market and got everybody's opinion. And then and look then at, it's look, like all these voters made this decision and there was a mandate. Like shut the hell up. And then look yeah. what happened right after the election. All of a sudden the tune changed. And now it was, we need to get this passed. We, now, need, to get this we need to quit d- special, debating this. Special meetings being called. We need called. to quit like waiting to get this vote. I even th- I think two of the, the leaders of NAG made public comments and specifically said, like, pass the zoning ordinance. This yeah. needs to get voted on. Like, like I... I- which one is it? The that's, 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 that's the crap that drives me nuts. It's like the, the speak out of both. Like, when I'm down, let's prolong this until I'm up. When I'm up, let's smash my way through. And that's that's literally what got, like, Caitlin. I know, like, for a fact, that's what got Caitlin involved. And that's what drives me to go harder and harder is when when you speak out of both sides of your mouth and only when it's convenient to you. So, like, saying, like, we can't vote on this because not enough people know about it to, like, you have to vote it my way because it was a mandate that was won <laughs> by 200 votes, but there's a 700 uh, signature petition out there that doesn't matter. Uh, like, at some point, I, like, at some point, it just starts to boil my blood. Mm. And I'm like, you can't keep doing this. You can't keep, you, you can't keep talking only when it benefits you in a certain way. Like if you want to, if if you want to play by the rules, the rules have to be consistent throughout the process. Sure. You can't change them as the process can, continues going. Well, that's it's it's the thing we brought this up even I think before the election. But it's like I mentioned with like my kids' soccer team, the kid the the teams they play against that like are are the dirtiest players like on the field are the ones who, without fail, are the ones who are complaining to the refs about the other team. Mm-hmm. All the time, and there is this false equivalency between uh, between the kind of stuff that happened to Lisa, and uh, you know, uh, I, I, there's not any other female candidates that ran that didn't get elected. So we can say her; it doesn't really like you know we're not protecting anything, but like going after her employer or whatever, uh, going after someone's job, equating that to like you running ads saying, "Hey, this politician supported this other politician when and they, here, they here, here's a picture in front of a freaking sign right. holding like holding each other's standing arms standing next to him." And like. I know for a fact, I know for a fact that there are there are people uh, past aldermen who believe or at least they say they believe to our faces that those two things are equal. That those two things are the same thing. Right. And what like blows my mind is like the the people that are elected that are, you Mike you're talking about them talking out of both sides of their mouth. Number one, like we've always we've said this a bunch of times, they stay silent. They stayed silent during the election when they were winning off of the backs of this stuff. They still haven't come out and condemned any of it. Never. Be- because they benefited from it. Uh, there's a lawsuit right now around that stuff. Interestingly, the two candidates that got elected are attending all of the lawsuit hearings. Yeah. They're not named in the lawsuit. They supposedly aren't involved. Ask yourself why they are showing up to hearings for a lawsuit that they aren't involved in, allegedly. We are we're just here for <laughs> entertainment. Don't take our word for it. Go do your own research. But that kind of stuff, like it, but they're not these are not uh, characters on TV. Right. These are not lifetime politicians. These are real people. That's actually what blows my mind more than anything. I can't imagine doing that kind of stuff as like a human being. Yep. Like that's what I don't get. It's like I don't I, I don't believe that any of these commissioners are like evil people or whatever you want to say. 
it's because they live in our town, our small town. Like they're real people. I just can't comprehend being okay. Yeah. Continually riding on the back of that kind of stuff. Um, it's a pretendistic. When so you bring up a really good point too, Daniel. Like that nobody has condemned this to date. Um, so when I during the election, right after the charter, when I decided to to run some ads against three uh, uh, candidates. Um, I didn't tell anyone I was going to do it because I knew people would try to talk me out of it. <laughs> but like, I just went and did it. Everything I said in those ads, I stand behind. I think they were true. Um, I think they were true too. I, I mean, think, you, you I didn't think, lie about any of it. Yeah. Outside of like just projecting too much of the connection to Haley. Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, you posted a picture of Wendy with Jimmy Alexander. Like, yeah, that, that was legit. You 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 mentioned that Tommy is just. The Didn't, same of the old. Yeah. Like, the dudes literally started the town. The Haley thing, you did stretch a little bit by saying, like, she's way involved in that side. Like, there was no physical proof. And to her credit, up until now, she does have a very, very consistent baseline. Sure. So she doesn't, like, you know, she's very consistent about, like, property rights only for country folk. Yep. And, you know, just very anti-density. But, like, outside of that, like, I mean, Wendy was out there trying to burn you again after, like, two years of this. Right. And she's like, I, I can't believe how it made me feel. Like, dude, he posted a picture of you with the with the mayor. It was your picture. You projecting negativity yeah. on that is you, like, that's you. Yeah. Like, he didn't say anything about, like, she's going to, you know, also, do whatever. It's, it's it like wasn't a, like I was, like, like the paparazzi and went and, like, took this picture with, like, a hundred foot zoom. It was right? on her like, Facebook. It was on her Facebook. It literally was her Facebook picture. She was yeah. proud I of it until it from, you made it into like, that. Exactly. Now she's not it's proud like, of it. This so I, yeah, the thing that... My, my takeaway, though, in this last election is when I ran the ads, all nine candidates that were running for a seat publicly came out and made posts, like, uh -huh. denouncing that. Right. It didn't matter. And, and some of them were my friends. Like, they texted me and told me, hey, just FYI, I'm going to denounce you. Like, I don't agree with what you're doing. Right. Like, yeah. Like, I that hurt in a personal way. But, like, I also understood it. Like, I'm a big boy. Um, but the point is that like all nine candidates came out and said, we are not okay with this. Right. I think it wasn't even this election time. though, like stuff comes out about Lisa, people start crying foul and nothing like crickets. Like nobody says right. anything. It well, doesn't matter if you're running or you're just a supporter of that. Nobody said this is wrong and this doesn't belong and in it, Oldsville and politics. And it's, it's very Meanwhile, wrong. I got told time and time again this doesn't belong in Oldsville politics. Right. This is this is this is wrong to the this this crosses so many different lines and it crosses so many different like humane lines. Like she's getting the CEO of the Fortune 500 company she works for emailed. Mm -hmm. Like their email like and it's not like I believe Stouchling. It's just, this is anonymous proton emails right. like this is untrackable <clears throat> anonymous yep. emails that are getting sent to like her hr department to her to c c-suite uh uh managers like this is not a like small town politics thing this is a malicious yep. vengeful like insane thing and then i like i kind of want to i not kind of i will mention this so like i realized how opportunistic town politics were in the past a couple of weeks ago i had a i, I had a i had beers with somebody from the other side, uh, and like this person's gonna know right away. I do have significant amount of respect for this person, and that, that the whole reason why I agreed to it. And the one thing, and we had a really good, it was like a two and a half hour conversation, really good conversation, kind of like 
pointed me in the right way of how to get CD5 overlay thing kind of going. Uh, but in, in this conversation, this person said something that kind of resonated with me, and he and he mentioned you, and he's like, "Well, Chris, Chris Going is an." I'm like, "Yeah, well, he's my." Like that's my that's my buddy. Like I'm like he's like well, he he shouldn't be on the podcast. Like you guys should have distance from him. I'm like, but that's like that's not like I mean that's that's just who Chris is. Like Chris is my friend. Like I don't talk to Chris because he likes CD5. I talk to Chris because he's Chris. Mm -hmm. Like I, like he can have the complete opposite opinion, and you've had complete opposite opinions. I mean, like one of the funnest times on our on our on our text chains is like when you and me disagree. Right. And we just keep going and going and going. Everybody just rolls their eyes and <laughs> we just keep going and going. There's no winner. We both feel like we won and we walk away like righteous, but we're both kinda wrong on that. So like I like I can't just come in and say, well Chris Going did this thing that was perceived really, really bad and looked really, really bad. So therefore, like, he's a bad human being that I want to write off. Like, no, like, that. this is my friend. Like, I've known him for uh, forever. He can be wrong on things. I can disagree with, on things. And it can still be a functioning relationship. I'm not, I don't have to drag him through the mud on social media to, like, make myself feel great. Right. Like, what the hell is the point of that? Right. Well, well, the thing that, like, the reason why all of this stuff we're talking about matters so much to me is... I just know behind the scenes, and I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, like we have tried so hard every step of the way to do the right thing by every measure you can have. The law, ethically, what you should or shouldn't do every step of the way. We don't always get it right. There's, there were, uh, I ran some ads when I was helping Better Nolensville that factually were incorrect and lump people into a group, and I actually change the ads. But here's here's how far I go. This is what bothers me so much. Every single time I have done something wrong through a comment on Facebook, through yep. Better Nolensville, the for, the Committee for a Better Nolensville, through, through Charter Change stuff, through this stuff, I don't edit my comments, just edit my comments. I edit my comments, and then I add at the bottom of my comment in all caps, edit, colon, here's what I changed. Yep. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying so hard to be transparent every step of the way that I want. In, there have been times when I've said something completely wrong in a comment and someone on the other side has proven me wrong and I have said, you're right, I'm going to leave my comment up to, sh to just show the transparency of the conversation that happened and not delete this, not do the dirty delete. Or block. Right. Or <laughs> You know, it, someone has brought up a few times that the the Committee for a Better Nolensville is the only pack that Nolensville has ever had. Do you know why we're the only pack that Nolensville has ever had? Oh, I know, I know. Oh, tell is, me. Is it because we followed the law when we had to file? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're the only ones who actually obeyed the law. It's not because we're the only ones who yeah. did the things a pack do. We didn't just call ourselves a group. Yeah, and of then just like minded like, citizens and, where and everybody's really welcome. hard to figure out how to like not have to form a pack. We were just like, that was the, and, let's just do it. And that was a that was a really big that was a really big conversation that we had uh, like with other like obviously with the the entire uh, the entire group of better knowns. Well, like I was very like I like I was the one trying trying to say like if there is a way to go outside of the pack. And every time, every research just came back like, no, like this is like 
this we, is the way you do it. We have to do this. Yeah. And it's like no one wanted to because everybody everybody understands the, ne- ne- the negativity around the word pack. Right. And no one wanted to. But it, it, if you're going to run something that you care deeply about and you don't want to get it hung up on a technicality, like yep. you just you can't take that risk. If you care about something that deeply, you can't take the risk of like this not going through or somebody somebody getting fined or, or sued over a technicality. You just have to do everything by the book. And... Yeah, I, re- I remember that being a very like it wasn't like a like it wasn't a lighthearted decision. It wasn't like oh we got to do it, so we got to do it. Right. it. There was a lot of debate around the fact that we should or shouldn't. So, full circle, because obviously we're talking about like the new zoning stuff and like how this all played out. <clears throat> I just feel like one thing that like really has stood out to me and like I'm celebrating kind of in my own mind <laughs> is I th- so I, I think after this last election. Even going into this last election, like um, so, some people on, you know, one side of the debate in town, kind of thought like we were done, like that we were like resting on our laurels, like had kind of just like given up. Like you mean we like the like better the, like the, the group the that was like people, yeah like yeah. the the better Nolensville like supporters and like that kind of like infrastructure was gone. Um, but I'm I'm really proud. At the fact that, like, okay, like, in, in some senses, we all had kind of backed off. We, like, it, it was a big push to get the charter change done. Mm-hmm. And I think we are all tired and, like, just kind of wanted to, like, check out a little bit. But with this zoning debate, um, I, th- I think people th- on the anti-growth side, NAG and, and that group, like, really thought, like, oh, we're the louder voices. Like, we're the ones that. Mm-hmm. like are coming out and we're going to get this done. And right. it was like, nope, like 30 days, like yeah. give us 30 days. And like, we've got our group back. We've mm-hmm. got supporters back. We've got a marketing effort back. We've got coordinated t-shirts. We've got messaging. We've got social media presence. Like, like, and I guess I I'm saying that as kind of like a warning shot uh, in a, in a sense that it's just like, don't think, that like we aren't going to continue to fight for what we believe in. Right. Like the charter change was like step one, but that effort was always to continue to fight for like pushing Nolansville forward. Mm-hmm. And, right. For and, a better Nolansville. Correct. It was, yeah. it and was we, very we did literal. that because like we all believe what our neighbors who live around us say, which is like they want a better Nolansville. They want yeah. all this stuff. They want what Nolansville can be if we keep pushing it forward. And so, I mean, like it or not, like we kind of took that upon our shoulders as a group uh, That's, that's and said, th- we're going to fight for that. That's the thing. Like I'm okay being like, when I go like hang out with the neighbors at like the fire pit, you know, whatever. And there's a bunch of guys around. I'm okay with being like the guy, like they'll like, they're not making fun of me at all, but like, they're like, Oh, you know, saw you on the podcast or whatever, that kind of stuff, yeah. you know? And like, I know I, I try my best to like, not, bring that the town stuff up but i'll get asked about it a lot right and feeling right (laughs) and i'm okay with that because i don't think that the people i i I love and i and this is not like i'm not trying to be a martyr or whatever i don't like that mentality of like i'm doing something so great for you but i don't think most of my neighbors know how close we were to just having a bunch of strip malls all over this town yep and having to live through the the hell of many of them probably would choose to leave. 
Yeah, and 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 it's very possible, very very probable. And I have that thought in the middle of like hanging out at a fire pit with a bunch of guys that only are here because we all live in the same neighborhood. Yeah, and it's like, man, like we won't all be here anymore if if this government thing happens uh, that you guys don't really care about, that you kind of laugh that I do care about so much and I won't shut up about. Like it's because I know how dangerously close we are to something that will mess up right this community we have. And it's it's worth protecting. Um, one other thing about negotiation, and I don't want to get too deep into this, but like, um, well, one thing I was going to say in my public comments that I backed off and I left out of my public comments this last time at the BOC meeting because I had the sense that things were going to go good for us was you mentioned like a mandate and the whole referendum on growth thing was that the two candidates that are up there that are new, neither of them ran on anything. That was my complaint the whole time was that they, no one knew what they believed on anything. So anybody, anybody who thought it was quote unquote obvious that they were anti-growth or whatever you want to call what they were. If you, if you think that their election was a referendum on growth, it's because you know, secretly behind the scenes who's supporting them. Right. And those people are against growth. Yep. And so, if you th- if you think that their election was a referendum on growth, you're actually part of the problem. Yeah, you're not you're not helping things. The other thing I want to quickly just touch on was uh, the the fact that in the in the midst of the discussion at the BOC meeting, uh, uh, the the starting point for the village overlay was 16 units per acre, and Haley wanted it to be 15. <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> wanted it to be 15, and. Uh, J- Joel Miller, I believe, asked her for her rationale. The, the Joel Miller versus Haley Gaylord <laughs> thing. Is that debate. Remi- oh, that reminds, so good. You know what that reminds me of? Remember, like, on the very end of Boma, it was uh, Jimmy versus Wendy? Yeah. That was, like, that yeah. almost that level. They were both, like, you know, smiling through anger type, yeah. of, type of moments there. But the but the idea, her explanation, maybe we'll talk about this in the next episode because yeah. we're about to run out of time, but uh, her explanation for 15 versus 16 her rationale was i'm negotiating yeah <laughs> that was it i'm playing the game she literally did say that i because i just watched the meeting again today yeah. and she literally said well i just want to negotiate so that's my starting point you never you that's never take rationale. the first offer <laughs> i would i would have doubled down like 15 and a half yeah like screw it 15 and a half let's meet down the middle <laughs> yeah, yeah shake on it right now yeah i think um i don't i do think that sets up another episode from a really good place because um Jessica Salamita also entered that debate and challenged Joel on data. Oh, yes. Ooh. That's a great, I that's think a, that's a great place for us to kick off the next episode. Yeah, we'll do another episode on that. Uh, uh, thank you all for watching or listening. Uh, and as always, if you like this, share it with somebody on Facebook, especially helps us out. Uh, leave a good review for us on the podcast platforms. That's awesome as well. Uh, but for now, we'll say bye. Thanks for watching and listening to Small Town Charm. Bye for now. Later.